0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Long-time NFL offensive lineman, NFL network analyst right now joining us here on Geo and Jones. Sean, I'm Andrew. That's Brian. What's going on, man? How are you?
0: Hey, good morning, boys. I got two brothers. So See? I didn't catch what you guys were saying, but brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug.
1: <laughs> got a hug. Got a hug. Well, there you go. We're just I don't know if you saw uh, that Major League Baseball is going to spend a weekend later this month, uh, and they've let the players pick, like, nickname jerseys, so you can have your nickname on the back instead of your last name. Uh, and oh, okay. Kyle That's Seeger, good. who plays for Seattle, is going to have Corey's brother <laughs> on the back of his jersey for a full weekend because his brother Corey is an awesome shortstop for the Dodgers.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that.
2: That's cool. You do that yeah. for your brother, right?
0: Oh, yeah. There yeah, you go. I, I like that. You know, it's funny because my dad used to always joke about how, um, you know, he I, I used to be, oh, yeah, you're, you're David O'Hara's son. And then he's like, once you got the league, now he's like, I'm Sean's dad. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I like that. I, I thought that you were going to say they were going with, you know, like the he hate me. You know, oh the NFL came yeah! Up with the, the nicknames and th- things got a little cray cray.
1: Well, I'm sure there's going to be a couple of guys right. who didn't do this well and pick some stupid names to put back there. But there's been so, f- and then there's also guys who just still have Gardner on the back. Yeah, it's like you don't have you, you got nothing.
2: To put they're not back there. forcing these guys to pick a nickname. They are encouraging them to pick a nickname, yeah. but you won't be forced. But yeah, he hate me probably the best all time. I think
0: to take it another step further, what they should do is, you know, if you are first or second year player, kind of the young buck, the guys on the team get to pick your
2: name. Ah, guy. I like that. Right? That. that would that, get cray cray. Kind of add a little creativity, <laughs> to it and we get to know exactly who's who. Yeah, and, man. And what's going on in the clubhouse? Do you, you remember any of the best nicknames you'd given teammates?
0: Oh yeah, we gave uh, one guy named Cheese. Um, you know as you guys know, there's a, there's a specific odor that, that comes to mind with- <laughs> um, You know there's uh, we got the shower pill. Oh, you know, nobody ever wants to be the shower pill guy.
1: Mm. I don't know what that is, and I don't want to know. so <laughs> let me let me ask you a serious question, Sean, because we were discussing this last hour because the uh, LSU quarterback had to break down uh, the backsides of his two competing centers yesterday have you ever were you ever complimented on your surface area by one of your NFL quarterbacks
0: um yeah I don't I don't know that I was ever complimented on that it was much more of a complaint about why is it so wet <laughs> um, you know I, my, matter of fact my quarterback Eli used to request that I change my game pants at halftime because you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sweater yeah. you know in a hot game you know things would get a little a little wet down there and, and so you know on a three step drop you know he he he'd say look I'm having a hard time gripping the ball because you're you know you're, you're just soaking everything so he, he didn't like the he didn't like the sweaty balls
2: yeah. <laughs> you 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 you're a little moist down there i got you yeah. and it wasn't because it, it wasn't like mark schlert where he was uh you know g- going uh, to the bathroom on himself
0: no no i wasn't stinky yeah well, you know he he stinked. right you know, I, I was i was clean but it was just sweat you know and and uh you know, the, the the worst part about it is the poor, my poor equipment guy, Eddie Skiba, he was the one that had to, to help me put take the pants off and put the new ones on because you can't take your cleats off. Right. So you're, you're doing this, you know, a, a grown man standing in his jock strap <laughs> and, and cleats spatted up because you can't take them off trying to put on new game pants. and hey man, those uh,
2: equipment managers, they don't get yeah. enough credit for the, no, the stuff no, they have to deal with. Life.
0: All
1: right, I have too many follow-up questions. Here's <laughs> one of them. So does he have to cut the pants off you then?
0: No, 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 they just took, you know, he just had to he had to help kind of guide him over the cleats, but you know, getting him off was not the issue. It was getting the the new pants on over the cleats, which was a little bit of a challenge, especially when my hands were all taped up with gloves on.
2: And you only have a a, a small amount of time there at halftime. It's not like these college half times where you yeah. have half an hour which they're changing. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, there's no room for error. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> especially for poor Eddie. Don't want to lose your balance on anything down there. Well, well, hey, speaking of the Giants, uh, a lot of people are picking them to be the front runners in the NFC East, and and also uh, getting to the Super Bowl. What are your thoughts on your, your your former team? They they are stacked on D and on offense.
0: Yeah, you know what? I, I was I've been at practice uh, a couple times in this last week, and and it's funny. There is such a quiet excitement over there and nobody really wants to say what you just said you know because it's kind of that old like hey look let's not jinx anything let's not get ahead of ourselves but they they are really excited about where they are uh, some of the pieces they've added this offseason brandon marshall's made an instant impact um and evan ingram their first round pick uh their tight end from from ole miss he has been phenomenal uh, he's he looks even better than anybody imagined um you know he's running routes like a receiver he's breaking away from guys he caught a touchdown pass the other day in the, in the red zone uh one-on-one against the safety just kind of made a little move at the line that that you know you would expect a four or five year vet to make and he's already doing it so offensively you know two things that they struggled with last year was their run game and their red zone offense and they've really done some great things offensively to help out with that red zone production uh Brandon Marshall can climb the ladder in the red zone and and I think Eli's really excited um and the defense the defense their secondary looks phenomenal too it's really hard to gauge they go back and forth in practice the defense wins a couple drills and then the offense bounces back I think they're really making each other better uh but the Giants they have three starting corners with Dominic Rogers Camardi with Eli Apple and with Norris Jenkins so Mm -hmm. uh when they go to their nickel defense uh, they're 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 a tough out, and uh, I think there's a lot of excitement uh, when you think about how well this defense played. Yes, the Dallas Cowboys won the division last year at 13 and 3, but they lost twice yeah. to the Giants. So two of their three losses were in the division to the G-men, and the reason why is because the Giants' defense stopped Ezekiel Elliott. So that right there is you know got everybody pretty excited. Um, you know I, I know Eli's fired up because he's. He's got some. He's got some studs. I mean, we didn't even talk about Sterling Shepard or, or Odell Beckham. You now, the funny thing is, at practice, the last couple of years, all everybody's been talking about was Odell. Now it's kind of like, hey, you know what? He doesn't have to be everything to this offense.
2: There you go. And and you hear that, Sheldon Richardson. They like Brandon Marshall over there, the New York <laughs> Giants. Unlike your dumbass. <laughs>
0: Well, he, he, was, he was the one driving 120 miles an hour. Uh, 143. Yeah. Oh, 143. Yeah. Oh, right. So, you know, he's very credible.
1: <laughs> Sean O'Hara of the NFL Network with us here on Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Sean, this this the beginning of the move to full-time officials. Do you think this actually addresses the issues on the field that you see with the officials going on right now?
0: I don't know. I, I don't know if being full-time is going to change the human element of officiating. You know, I, I think they, they have a tough job. You know, they're kind of like offensive linemen. You know, nobody really pays attention until you screw up. Um, I think that they they make a lot of really good calls in live game speed. I don't know if calling them full-time now is going to change a whole lot. You know, I, I think that the guys, they, they work hard at their craft, and they um, you know they spend a lot of time you know kind of honing that skill and and you're know, just like players they have kind of a training camp where they go out and kind of you know retrain their eyes and and, and work on that skill so uh, I, I know some of them want to be full-time because they want to you know they, they want to disperse that that image of oh we're just part-time some of the guys um, you know they like wearing two hats but I think we're always going to have those those plays, and you know we see it in other sports too. Where you know, look, I can't believe that guy called that a strike. You know, it's clearly a ball. Um, you know, and, and you're going to have a, a judgment call where was it a catch? Was it not a catch? Um, you know, was it pass interference? Was it not pass interference? So, as long as you have that human element, there's still going to be some, some gray area. But I think you, you have to keep some of that because it is sport, and I think that sometimes that's uh, that's part of the game.
1: So then are you not in favor of more replay to get more calls right? Do you think we have a a good system right now?
0: I I like getting the calls right. You know, I I think that when you think about how much money people are paying to go to the game and to watch the game and and how much is at stake, um, you know, I I think the most important thing is to get it right. You know, and I know people are, you know, worried about the speed of the play and the the game of play. I don't think you should review every single play. But, you know, if it's a big play, I think there should be – you know, some discretion that hey, you know what, this is a big play in the in a big part of the game. I mean, if it's first quarter, hey, look, we're not going to we're not going to dwell on it. But if it's in the fourth quarter and it's a big call and it's questionable, you know, I, I'm okay with hey, look, let's stop the game for 90 seconds and let's get it right um, so that we don't ruin somebody's season. You know, if if it's a, an impactful game, uh, especially if it's a postseason game.
2: Talking to Sean O'Hare, a long-time NFL offensive lineman, NFL network analyst currently here on Geo and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. Sean, uh, we were discussing earlier Kevin Colbert, who was the GM there at Pittsburgh, and, and he was basically criticizing Le'Veon Bell, who they've tendered $12 million to for this upcoming season. Of course, Le'Veon wanted, like all of us, <laughs> wanted a long-term deal. Uh, didn't get that as far as your experience with teammates that have held out uh how did that affect your team and and how did you approach it as a, as a teammate uh, of course we all know the, the the rule of not getting into someone else's money business but uh how did you approach it
0: well it, it is tough you know you always want to you know we started off the show talking about your brothers and you know look when you're in a locker room and you're on a team that's he's a brother and so you don't want to you know, you don't want to meddle in his business with that, and, and you understand that we're all, you know, as players, you're all one play away from, from it all being over. You want everybody to to get theirs, um, but I think it, it it is tough. It's tough when it's a guy like Le'Veon Bell who you're all counting on, you know. And 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 my my concern, if I was a player for the Steelers, is hey, you know, I just I hope he comes in in shape. I hope there's no rust because you know we got to hit the ground running. And you never know as a veteran is this my last year with this team? Is this my last year in the NFL? So you want to make everything count. Um, You know, I I think for Le'Veon, it's probably tough. I know he wants to be out there. He wants to play. But also, you know, he's been hurt the last couple of years. You know, so for him to to come rush back and go to training camp and go do preseason games, I don't think he's, you know, chomping at the bit to that. The fact that he's not actually under contract because he hasn't signed it kind of gives him that opportunity. If he was under contract – He would have had to have been there, or he would have been getting fined. So this is kind of a perfect storm for him and his situation. Um, You know, I I don't think, you know, if me as an offensive lineman, if they were going to franchise me and they said we're going to pay you $12 million, I would have signed it yesterday. (laughs) Um, But I think that, you know, the long-term contract, everybody wants that. You know what? Guess what? Look at Kirk Cousins. He's handled it greatly. You know, the the way that you handle that one-year deal, I think for Le'Veon, the Steelers, they take care of their guys. You know, Kevin Colbert has, has done a good job of, of taking care of, of the players and, and making sure that, that they feel wanted, that they understand the business side of it is part of it too. But uh, I think Le'Veon will show up. I think he'll be there. He understands um, what this franchise tag means and, and that, you know what, if he has another good year, he's going to get paid.
2: All right, I asked you about the NFL, NFC excuse me, uh, and the Giants are definitely going to be the bell cow heading into the season. Who do you like out of the AFC other than the Patriots?
0: Yeah, the Patriots are, uh, you know, you, you can pencil them in. You know, I, I tell you, I think the Houston Texans are intriguing. Um, you know, we just saw Deshaun Watson for the first time, and, you know, I, I just I look at the Texans as they're that team that looks good in the playoffs, I mean, in, in the regular season, and then they show up to the playoffs, and on prime time, they just kind of pee down their leg. And Deshaun Watson is kind of that guy that has played his best football on the big stage in the national championship game, you know, against Alabama in college. So he kind of shows up and brings his best in those moments. That's kind of the, the piece that they've been missing down there. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm very interested to, to see how they shape up, um, you know, and, and we just got done talking about Pittsburgh. You know, look, Pittsburgh is, is loaded on offense. You know, I think without Le'Veon Bell in that playoff game last year against the Patriots, you know, we, we saw a different offense, you um, I think that game would have been different if, if, if Le'Veon was, was healthy. I think the way that their offensive line uh, played in the second half of the season last year, you know, they were one of the best O-lines, uh, the way they ran the football, the way they were protecting Ben. So really defensively, if, if Pittsburgh defense can step up uh, and improve, especially in the secondary, I think they're going to be a tough team.
1: You can follow Sean O'Hara on Twitter at SeanOHara60. And tonight on NFL Network, you can carry, you can watch the Broncos and the Bears live tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. There are seven total preseason games tonight. Sean, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Hopefully have you on again soon. All right, brothers. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.